Guess who's back? Is he? Oh, now I gotta have that that Slim Shady song trailer. Ah, uh, sorry. Thank you. Hey, what if I do this instead? Sweet Caroline. That doesn't boom, work. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. <laughs> Come on, that's hey, gotta work. Check out Gary's out in the chat section. Shout out to Gary. He's gonna be here like in an hour and a half. <laughs> He's on Seriously. the plane. Who's who's flying the plane? Yeah, Gary is breaking all of the, uh, the FAA rules at this point. Right. Actually, he's sitting in Atlanta waiting for the plane. The plane takes like 30 seconds to get here to Greenville. <laughs> Welcome so. to Atlanta. Welcome to Atlanta. Actually, I should probably do the intro thing. <gasps> oh, yeah. Try I the I've been gone for a week. Dog. I totally forgot about the intro. Let's yeah. do the intro. Uh, it did, I, I had, before we get started, I just have to say it's, it wasn't the same without you. That's not a, that's nothing against Joel. but No, it, I felt it too. Your, your voice. Actually, the number of women that, that sent a message to us uh, said, hey, can we get uh, Izzy back? <laughs> I miss the soothing sounds of his of his grumble. So, but um, so all right. Hey, let me uh, let me uh, real quick. I just uh, this one is actually for a good friend of ours. Because um, I got a lot of messages this, this week. Th- this one's going out. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe. I've said too much. The not saying shit about lemon meringue pie ever again. <laughs> my name is Mike, and I'll be your host. I'm joined, as always, by my good friends, Izzy Swan of the Maker's Playground. And hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. And Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Wood Shop. Here. And the two of them have provided for Maker's Bits. That's Bits with a Z. Uh, you can buy stuff on there. Actually, we have a really cool update for that. Oh. No shit. No shit. I'll tell you what. Let's start with that. Really? Yeah. Why not? It's pretty big. Okay. By the way, so, I just want to... Uh, b- b- let me... One quick announcement. Uh, the show does have to end a little early tonight. I apologize for those of you who love the uh, one-hour-long format. Um, Izzy is uh, an Uber for Gary, so right. we don't want to leave Gary stranded at the airport, so he's got to go over or there. Or Izzy grab- gets no tip, and then we feel bad. <laughs> or Izzy gets more than the tip. And right. then we really feel bad. <laughs> so, but uh, please, uh, Maker Bits, I didn't mean to cut you off. So, uh, so uh, you know Tony Rillo, um, our, our good friend of the show. Tony, yes. Of Hillview Wooden Metal. Well, uh, he has been throughout the years selling his creations uh, when he makes them. And it's a rare thing, actually. So his planes, he only makes a batch maybe once or twice a year mm-hmm. and then he's been doing his squares which are awesome i have all all of them so do i uh and uh so maker bits is now hosting uh hillview wooden metal uh we will be partnering with tony and putting out all of his products for the yumminess that they are and all the various flavors that can be made uh so you can customize your square from metric, whatever that is, mm. uh, imperial, all the various woods, brass inlay, the whole bit. I spent a, a good solid day setting up so that you could choose each and every option available to you. Well, now I just want you to know if you pick the snake wood with the steel um, handle, <laughs> is that the laffy? <clears throat> that the best you can get is number two. <laughs> that's because that's, numero I don't, uno. Is sitting in a in a now. Here's the problem that I I have one of uh, the six inch squares. That's what they all say. Yeah. Um. 
Actually, yeah, no, that was a six inch, and the six inch is one of the brass, and and you know, not to say that it's not uh, any more special because any anything that Tony touches is like magic in in some way. But um, right, I the the twelve inch one that he made me that was actually the number one, and he used the wood that Izzy gave him. Um, that thing will never measure anything ever. <laughs> other, just, you just pet it with a diaper. Or other something? than the number of heartbeats, that, you just that I you have. wouldn't like me. I I. I use the ones I have. Well, no, I, I, the, one of the ones, I, the, the brass one I use all the time, but that other one that he made, that, mm-mm, I ain't putting that thing, that that sits in a in a box that is made for it. Izzy, ha- what, what uh, you have a couple of prototypes of number ones, don't you, Izzy? I have. You have the uh, second hand plane ever made, don't you? The second hand plane that he ever made, um, Luis uh, got the first one. Yeah, that's right. And that's I right. Believe, well, Luis did host uh, him in Puerto Rico for a week. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, Andy had done him. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, Tony's still, <laughs> t- t- Tony's still my guy. Even though oh. he cheated on me, <clears throat> right. it wasn't cheating. It was. Yeah, he's it, he's off. It was more swinging. <laughs> he 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 for a lousy plane ride. Come on. Um. Anyway, no. Uh. Yeah. I I have the second hand plane he ever made, and I believe I have the first. Um, the very first um square set that he ever made. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm I, gotta, I can't I can't talk about the hand playing without mentioning Jennifer Bowers or Jenny Bowers and her amazing uh, skills. She she engraved that plane there. That is a seriously legit one of a kind thing, and it's like it's my pride and joy. So and yeah. you use that like it's a tool you actually use, which. Yeah, I, I treat it. I mean, I, you know, I treat it with kit gloves, but I do use it, and um, it's at a point now where I need to repolish it, which is, you know, it's been two years now, I guess, so it's time to shine her on up again. And um, I think I'm going to order a couple more planes from Tony, and I think that one's going to get put up in a, you know, little felt, case there, uh, a velvet cloth and a, and a display <laughs> oh, yeah. case with some lighting and some soft music playing. So, well, if you want Excellent one, you're going to want to put that order in soon, uh, and you'll probably get it in twenty. 27 <laughs> i think it's his next bet i don't i don't actually know when tony's doing his next plane batch but um, i saw in some instagram stuff it, it's i i don't know man there's something about when you have steel and brass and it's dovetail together like you just mm. don't see that like even even the good old production planes and stuff you just don't these are these planes <coughs> you, if you want to buy something like this it's it's mint i mean it's, mm-hmm. it's just money um, I've seen planes like these go for, you know, on the secondhand market that were built by master toolmakers, um, of lesser quality, you know, for 1500, 16, $1,800. They're just, yeah. they're just works of art and they work and I, and they are meant to be used. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, but I, I, uh, I will tell my kids if they ever sell that plane for anything less than a cool million dollars, I will come back from the grave and kill them all. <laughs> That's right. Yeah that that tool the the tools of his that I have um, when my oldest daughter gets married, uh, just so everyone understands how special you know Tony actually is and, and the work that he does is, there will be a conversation um, a couple days before the wedding <laughs> that uh, you're oh, going I to you're be re- giving them the you're the, going to be receiving some tools from me at a time when I'm no longer able to use them. <laughs> right. <laughs> they are to be passed on to my grandchildren and my grandchildren only. 
Right. And I have a community of makers that is going to be keeping you honest on this. And you don't want to be sodomized in a parking lot for making the wrong choice on this. So (laughs) keep your meat mitts off my rouleau. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, we're very excited. So we've been, we've been kind of prepping it because there's a lot of choices that you get to make, uh, in the operation. It's not exactly the easiest things. There's actually funny enough. I'll tell you, there's 320 unique combinations hmm. that you can make because I had to program 320 unique combinations uh, to to make it all work right. But it's uh, we're very excited. They're they're going on sale September 1st. Tony will be the first to announce it. You're only hearing it because of MakerBits here, um, but but Tony will announce, and then he's doing a limited run on those. So when they sell to their numbers, then they sell to their numbers, and he's. Yeah, those aren't like the t-shirts where we have a couple extra. (laughs) This this is, this is, you get yours made for you because you get to design everything about it. And it's, uh, it's amazing. It's, uh, or you can just do what I did and tell him, say, Hey, just do something special. And then like six months later, he comes back with this unbelievable. I should should offer that. I should be like, uh, give me a random button, like uh, chef's choice. Yeah. Give me a random. So, right. Just, uh, but, you know, it's, it's worth it. Yeah. So, um, well, let's go to the, uh, the, the, what you got on the bench talk. Izzy, what you been up to for the last uh, couple of weeks? We haven't, we haven't, t- we haven't heard from you in a minute. So I know you got a lot. Of, I've seen your Instagram. You got a ton of shit going on. So. Uh, yeah, it feels that way. It's not really, um, I'm building some jigs for next Saturday, August 31st. I'll be doing, um, class up at the Kling Sports store in Hickory, North Carolina called Table for Magic. Um, so I've been working on the systems for that and kind of trying to wrap my brain around the, the kind of the flow of the class, really where I want to focus my points. So this kind of is a, a pre- prelude to um, something I've been working on for years now called Jigonometry. It's a Hopefully, will be a video and a book at some point um, about the art and science of jig making. So, and you could, that class will kind of have a little bit of both. It'll describe some of the physics of what actually happens on a table saw and why some of the people who have watched a few of my recent videos and commented should go change their diapers and man up. Um, <laughs> so, um, I'll discuss a little bit about that in the class and, um, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. So I'm just trying to bring people to the next level of jig making. I mean, we're, you know, it's no longer 2000 or 1890 here. It's, we're smarter now. Well, I don't know if that's necessarily true, but I, I'd like to think we're a little smarter now with the access that we have to information. So, um, we're not, so, I'd like to think that too. No, we're not. We have more information and less knowledge. That's probably about the same. Yeah. About the right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be teaching that class, and uh, so I've been prepping for that, getting some of the jigs made. I've been testing them, um, playing with some different concepts, some different ideas on on some things I've had for a while. Um, I'm setting up some other things in the background, working with this project I've been on for a while that I can't really talk about. That hopefully someday soon I'll be able to talk about. Mm-hmm. So working on that, and um, let's see. That's it. Playing with kids, trying to still function out of a chair, and kind of get used to that whole crappy situation so yeah that's what i'm doing doing well <clears throat> do you want to uh do you want to give a special shout out to all the uh the ladies who are who are looking for you and uh let's be honest some of the men <laughs> yeah tell lauren i love her too <laughs> <laughs> 
So I think you just I know, did. I know who checks up on me. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yes, she's yeah. uh, right, no. she's a friend of the show. She's where's yeah. where's my she, Izzy Bear? She's amazing. Yeah, she's a great gal. So, so um, yeah. So <clears throat> shout out to Lauren. But uh, so Joel, what you uh, what you got on the uh, the cooker this week? You uh, you said I talked to you earlier today. You said uh, pretty vanilla. <laughs> things happen for you yeah i mean the normal stuff we're in we're in full production we have been for the last couple of months uh and uh this week and next will probably be beer flight city so it's where i take all the lumber off of our racks and i cut it down to little pieces and then somebody somewhere polishes it in some way then we drag it up big wood and make it little yep that's exactly our job and then, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's it. We've been doing lots of repairs, lots of, uh, you know, fix-its and things and, uh, you know, just odds and ends because it's, it's, we can get away with that this time of year. And, um, so like replaced and regasketed all the outside faucets on the property. Like that was just a, hadn't been done since like 59. So had to be done because things were dripping and, uh. You know, a little tractor maintenance, little uh, little table saw maintenance. Got my uh, got my power feed set up on the table saw just perfectly, and uh, we ripped. Uh, it's it just it's. If you get a chance to buy, they're very expensive new. If you get a chance to buy a power feeder for your table saw, and you do a lot of ripping, um, I, I would it's preface amazing. that with a buttload of ripping. Yeah. Not, not, you know, not, Hey, I'm going to make a table today. I'm talking like, Hey, I'm making 20 tables today. <laughs> right. I'm then making you, 20 tables today. And then again, next weekend. Yeah. And then, then you, then you should consider buying one. Otherwise they're, they're a, a giant pain in the dick. Otherwise they, they are a huge pain in the ass. Well, the, to be fair, I mostly use our table saw for ripping. I have a rip blade set up on it. It is three horsepower. I can throw wood at it and it will just eat it alive. And, um, I basically set up a conveyor belt on it where we have rollers on in feed and out feed on it. And I just, I send the plank down and it's just like a, what they call a inline rip saw. Uh, it just, it just sucks it right in and it cuts it to whatever dimension I need. And then at the end I have 30, 50, 80 boards stacked up all the same width. And it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. I have to say if, if, if you have the option to get one. Uh, at a really reasonable cost, then it's completely worth redoing the rollers because they're, by the way, always trashed or hard as a rock. They lose their their firm uh, <laughs> yet supple uh, yes. rollerness, like like my ass cheeks when I stop running. Right, exactly, exactly. Firm. By the way, yet supple. Next time we're at the next makers meetup, I just I, I do invite, and I know only guys are going to take me up on this because that's just the community we're in. But um, with all the running I've been doing, my ass is getting really hard. So if you want to just you know reach over, grab a handful, um, I'm not offended by that. Feel free. So I don't think anybody has ever not done that. That is, yeah, you're not wrong. No, I was just uh, the last maker meetup. I don't think, I don't think you need sure to make the offer. Is what I'm, I'm saying. Pre- I'm just saying, I'm saying I, I, it's it's going to happen. I'm just trying to prepare people for the difference. So, <laughs> fair enough. We'll make a little warning sticker for you. Yeah, I mean, I've lost firm uh, yet know, supple since since uh, we're giving updates. Um, I've lost 56 pounds uh, in the last just shy of 90 days. Um, 
So, and I've gotten to the point where I can run an unbroken four, four mile run, meaning that I can actually run for a full four miles before I have to stop and get on my knee and here's <laughs> my what's soul. What's a broken mile? Is that like, you know, well, mile I, that limps? I, I yeah, know. no, a broken mile. So, uh, unbroken is basically you're just running the whole time. Um, cause I can do a six mile run, but you know, at about the four mile mark, I got to walk for a minute, catch my breath. Make sure my balls haven't fallen off because I hear that's a thing. And at the four them. mile arc, I would be catching my breath and then wondering where the hell I am. <laughs> well, now here's the thing. I mean, you know, I, I don't, uh, I don't mean to brag because let's let's be honest. Who's more humble oh, than me? I mean, you. You're exactly <laughs> king of humble. I, I, I'm sitting in a humble pie as we speak. Um, but no, I, I, I started off. I mean, when I started running, I was. It probably would, I think I'd get about a half mile in and then have to, you know, essentially vomit in the bushes of wherever I was at that point. So I've come a long way in the last 90 days because, you know. I'm waiting for your marathon posts. Um, I, I try not to be that guy on social media. Like I'll post occasionally. No, no, I'm, I'm hey. waiting for it. I know it's happening. I don't, don't, don't. I, I'm, well, I mean, I want to get to, I want to get to the point. I actually want to do an ultra marathon at some point before I'm 50. That's a that's sort of a very silent goal that I should not be saying out loud, but um, somewhere between fifty to a hundred mile run um, is you know what I want to I want to do. They usually give you like twenty four to forty eight hours it to finish just, those type of things. You want to do that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're just you're just shitting over the fact that people spend a lot of money developing cars. I just you know <laughs> I mean hey no it's, that's just, just that I'm is just saying that is just affirmation that Mike has. Definitely batshit crazy. So, well, I just yeah. I, you know, listen, I, I've said it before. I just I, I really enjoy the pain. Um, the 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 suffering is is, um, the suffering is worth it to me. You know, and that's and people don't understand that, and I don't need them to, uh, because I mean, I just there there's something about you know being completely crazy that it just really kind of gets me going. So. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I like doing things that I, I like, I like finishing things I didn't think I could do. My wheelchair so, will go like 16 miles before I have to charge it. Oh, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. No, that's, um, yeah, well, go, you know, I'll go jogging with you next time. I mean, we have, yeah. How fast does that thing go? Cause I'm not sure I can keep up. <laughs> no, you, you can keep up with this one. This one's top okay. end is like six miles an hour, but the one I'm, one I'm going to trick out, you won't be able to keep up. Yeah. That's probably, <laughs> that, that's some bitch is going to do 150. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, no, I, I like, I've been, uh, yeah, I, today I did the, uh, I did six miles, uh, four miles without stopping. And that sucks because my neighborhood, the elevation changes, I think a hundred and nine feet twice. So, I mean, you're basically climbing mountains the whole time. It's, it, it's, it's really awful. So, um, and that's a mile and a half. So, I mean, it's a lot of up and downhill, but, um, yeah, you know, I, I'm just enjoying it. I got, uh, I feel better than I've ever felt. Uh, I'm almost in my adulthood. I'm almost down to my lightest weight ever, uh, another 10 pounds and I'll be there. So, um, and I had to throw away all of my clothes. We gave all my stuff to uh, goodwill. Because I'm not looking back. There is no going back into the into the other ones, so they're gone. Decided to give all those away, and uh, you know, went out and bought a whole bunch of new shit and and just digging it. So I can't uh, can't say enough. But 
Uh, yeah, this is my first week without my oldest. She's off at college. Uh, I've had a conversation with her pretty much every day. Uh, she's had four complete uh, mental breakdowns since she's been gone. <laughs> so I haven't had one yet. Um, so it, it's, uh, uh, mom has had a couple. She's, you know, she's, she goes in and out of, uh, you know, that, that levels of, of psychosis. But, uh, yeah, my, um, no, for me, I, I've been, I, the problem is I have to be there for everybody else. So I haven't had a chance to really kind of completely die. So it's a, um, you know, it, it, at some point I'm just going to crawl into a closet and weep for a couple hours, but it hasn't gotten there yet. So, um, as a matter of fact, I, I should, no, I'm not going to do that. I was going to say, I'll have, if you, if you have any stories about your daughter going away, you could send me messages, uh, just to kind of, you know, help the tears. But, uh, <laughs> we have a very creative audience. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm ready for that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, the, all the messages I've ever asked for, this will be the one that comes over in spades, but yeah, we're, uh, it, yeah, everything's going good though. I mean, for me, I got to, the job is good. Um, doing really well with the new, the new job. Um, you know, obviously doing good with the, uh, weight loss and, and sort of the new health and all that stuff. I'm looking forward to the end of the year when I go see the, uh, doctor and he does all my blood work and all my stuff and tells me that, uh, wow, you might live a little while. And then, you know, then I've talked to my financial planner cause I, you know, screwed all that up. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You, you've not prepared for this. Yeah, I got wait. Yeah, I, I wasn't thinking sixty was possible. Um, let's go ahead and you know, uh, right. How much more do I need to save per check? <laughs> so um, you should see. This is the part where I would start bargaining. I would be like, okay, so I've increased my lifespan by X numbers. What more could I do to decrease it? Like balance it. Like like so. You've done all this work to increase it, and you're okay with the end number. But what you need to do then is be like cocaine, heroin, uh, more drinking, you know, hookers, uh, you know, funny car racing, diving, whatever, (laughs) whatever, you know, balances that actuarial table, you know, just to kind of even things out. Yeah, no, I got, uh, yeah, that's, I I don't want to screw up and live too long. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Might get get weird. But so, uh, but yeah, we just, uh, So Izzy's got something going on in the background. I think his so compressor just turned I'm, on. I'm guessing that Izzy has a c- compressor happening. So if if you uh, are interested, <laughs> right now Izzy's uh, got a white knuckle death grip on his um, microphone. His yes. microphone. He he could just turn the knob on his uh, microphone there, but no, let it, let it run. Izzy is in fact full of gas. Uh. Hi guys. Hey. <laughs> so I, I pick on Mike because he runs, but the truth is, I, I used to run quite a bit in high school. I ran track, um, and I was very good at it. I ran cross country for three years as well. So, and at that point, I was uh, at that point I was nearly unbeatable. There was a few guys that were faster than me, but not many. I was I was also in track, and they put my fat ass with the slingshot or with the hammer throw and uh, discus and shoplet, and they said, "Joel, just don't run. You'll be fine. <laughs> you're you're gonna dominate. Don't run, Forrest. Don't run." No, I was I was in football. We didn't. I mean, I ran for I ran a full blast uh, for a second and a half for the play, and then I had 
25 to 35 seconds for the next play to set up. And then we did it again. And then we did it again. And eventually you get tired of getting your ass whooped and whooping somebody else's ass. Um, very rarely did I ever get tired from actually doing the, the, the momentum part. It was more getting battered in the face with fingers and, and breaking people's knees, but you know, Mm. football. Yeah. I'm not in it for the speed when I run, I'm just in it to run and I don't run with music. That's also, there's apparently a real, in the runners community, if that's a thing, which I'm not a part of, um, I am not a, uh, I don't, uh, you know, whether or not you should have headphones on or not, or listening to music or not, that's uh, that's kind of a thing. I don't. So <clears throat> I kind of self-motivate and stuff. Yeah, what do you, that's do, so you, you can just, hear, that, that's so you can see, you just hear think? if the monster's footsteps are getting closer. <laughs> well, I, so that I've talked about that guy, David Goggins before. Um, and he talks yeah. about, you know, you shouldn't train with music because he was at the, uh, Alabama football thing and they were talking, you know, he was in there and he said, you know, they got this music up and these guys got their headphones on. He goes, well, what happens when you're out on the football field? He goes, and you get hit in the mouth. <laughs> he said, he goes, your headphones are over there. He goes, you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to, you know, find a way to motivate yourself without having the, uh, the, the stuff. So I was like, yeah, that's, right. that's an interesting thought, but I don't know. There's a certain point where, where mel- no matter what the external motivation is, and actually that's a pretty good topic is what's your motivation, but, but there's, uh, it, it's often that you learn to self-motivate anyway. So, um, I know that n- not necessarily related, but I know I get fatigued and tired when I have to do fairly heavy manual labor, whether it's, you know, breaking bolts off of the Jeep or, or just moving things or the 17th load of wood that we have to move around. Um, you, you tend to just kind of hunker down in the pain. I don't know how else to explain, explain that. You just, you just focus on getting the job done. And then sometimes it's just easier to concentrate on, on the fact that there's still left, uh, some job left to do and you hate it and you hate it so, so much that you, you just want to work faster to get it done. Yeah. I, well, yeah, I, I don't, uh, the problem with running is that I usually do it for, you know, time. So it's not really, you know, it's not like you get to do this and then you're kind of finished. So it's, it's like today I decided I was going to go run for an hour. So that was the, uh, that was the kind of the, the deal I made with myself. So, um, you know, and, and the external motivation is kind of a deal, right? So, I mean, that's a, uh, I've actually been lacking that in, in terms of the making space. It's I, it's kind of weird for me. I, I, I And I wonder if you guys run into this. I deal with like, there's certain things that, I don't know, it seems like I only have a certain amount of energy for insanity. Like when I get into making, like I'll, I'll get into my garage every weekend for like four months just make dumb shit like constantly just I'm just spitting out nonsense and you know just because I need to be around it and then like I get into something else and like the making goes away but I'm completely immersed in whatever else I'm I'm doing and you know as of late I mean it's not really an immersion with all this you know health stuff it's just kind of a thing I'm you know I, I need to do it's not a you know making I want to do and and I find a lot of comfort in, in sort of um, you know, it's like a, it's like a friend that you get to meet again. Uh, you know, this stuff I have to do because, you know, 
I'm getting to the age where I can't not do it anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. I've I've already I've already played all those cards, but it, you know that external motivation, um, you know that you just talked about. I mean, I, I I I told myself this weekend I was like, you know what, I'm going to this weekend I'm going to go out and I'm going to you know I'm going to clean up my garage because it's a it's still a disaster from all the you know we've had the big party for my my daughter's graduation and a whole bunch of shit going on so. Um, I told myself, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to clean up. I'm going to, you know, I got a couple things I really want to make, grind through, get the job done. Haven't done any of that shit. Like, I'm just I'm not. Um, yesterday morning, we actually had, there's this, uh, I'll talk about this real quick, just because I, it's something that is um, probably bigger than this show. There's a, there's this, this charity called Rock Solid. Uh, they deal with pediatric cancer. So, like, when kids... Uh, find out they have, you know, when they get diagnosed with cancer, they're basically brought into a, um, into the hospital right then. So like, as soon as they're diagnosed, they take the kids, the family, they, you know, they, they, they start treatment right there. So like, if you're going to the doctor and the doctor says, Hey, I got blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, they go, okay, well, you know, your, your kid's got this and we're, we start work today. So this company, they do these ready bags, which is basically enough for a family to live for a couple of days. So, because they don't have an opportunity to go home, they don't, you know, it's like, Hey, your, your kid's got cancer and Hey, we're doing this right now. So they are, they're set up across the, um, you know, bunch of different hospitals, a lot of different States and you sponsor these bags and, and, you know, these, they have all, they have everything in there. They have toiletries, they have towels, they have tablets, they have, you know, I mean, all of it. It's, it's just the, one of the coolest things in the world. Uh, and then when the kids, um, are going through their treatments. They one of the things that they talk about is that you know kids that start to that that are able to play during their treatment have a certain percentage of you know their 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 likelihood of recovery is is considerably higher. And they've done all these tests on it and whatnot. So, but the problem with kids is their immune systems are usually pretty battered up, so they don't necessarily um, you know have the ability to play. So they started building playhouses. So they put these giant ass you know. Um, things in their backyard. They, they get them donated. They put all these volunteers together. They go out and build them. So, um, that we did that Saturday and went out to, we took the family and you know, the, my, uh, my wife's work had a million people that showed up and we built this playhouse in like two hours. And it was for this little kid, TJ, who's, um, recovering from something terrible. Right. Um, so he went out there and, we finish this thing up. Kid comes back. They send him out for a play date. Like they, you know, they hey, pick a place you want to go play. They send him out to lunch. Limo comes and gets him. They bring him back in. They've got this playhouse set up. You know, these he's got two brothers and sisters. They're all jumping around on this thing, and you're like, holy shit, that's you know, it's pretty awesome, right? Um, so uh, if you guys are into charities and stuff, again, it's called Rock Solid. R O C Solid. Um, they are all over the place. They can always use money. Um, the guy who founded it, uh, this guy, Eric, found out he had pediatric cancer. He was three years old. He's 37 now. Um, you know, and he's, he's, he's kicked it and he's been in remission and, and they do a lot of really cool things and good stuff for community. So we went out and did all that stuff, uh, Saturday. And then this weekend I was like, you know, going back to the whole making thing. Um, when I got done with that, I just, I mean, we, I worked my ass off at that place and then we got home and I just kind of took a nap, sort of relaxed. We had to be there early and I wanted to get out of my garage and just kind of work. And I was like, today I got up, I went for a run, did the yard work, did some other stuff, had to run some errands. And I just never got out there. And it's like, I can, I can hear it calling me. You know, it's like that. It's like I said, it's a friend. It's, you know, it's like a friend that I stood up. 
I was supposed to have lunch. We were going to meet, but you know, things came up. I wasn't able to swing by. Um, it's kind of the way I feel about my garage and I've got all these like ideas just building, you know, in my head that uh, just things I really want to do, you know, and I'm, and, and just to beat Joel to it, they're all trays, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so there are uh, just a whole bunch of things that I want to build, but I just can't make myself get in there. Like I can't, I can't make myself find the time or, um, you know, I, I'm not making the time to do it. The, the motivation for that is just kind of gone. So, um, I mean, it's not like I'm just sitting around doing nothing. It's just, I, you know, I've always been able to make time for that. Just not now. It's, it's, it's very weird because I, like I said, it does, it feels like, it feels like I keep standing a buddy of mine up, like we were going to do a thing and not able to. So. Trader. It's right. <laughs> well, I, I like that you, uh, I think there's a lot of people I'm not like, not specifically about religion. But I would tell you that people put a lot of emphasis in their life where I think they could put some charity uh, in place and in working charity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, we, I mean, we, we like doing charitable work. Um, we like going out there and doing things that have to be done. Um, just, just if for no other reason, the fact that nobody else is doing them. So we do that around the community here. We do that with, like I volunteered for Maker Fair. We do, we do lots of, of events that are, are charity based because it, it ends up being one of those questions where, um, if, if you don't do it, who, who will kind of a thing. And I like the fact that you're out there doing that work because it's, it's, it's just, it's good. It's, it's direct. It's easy to do. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money on these things. You just, you, most people are looking for labor, you know, labor is a huge issue to get things fixed. So, um, so yeah, kudos to you. Well, it's not, I mean, I've talked about this on the show before. I mean, when you are in a situation where, um, I'm not this, but when you're in a situation where, you know, you're feeling like depressed or you're feeling a lack of motivation or you're feeling a, um, there's a hole kind of in, in your life or, or, you know, where you feel like you should be, um, it, it helps somebody else. It, it really is the best thing you can do. Like just, um, and, and, and for completely self, you know, selfish reasons, I mean, sitting there and seeing this, um, you know, this little kid, he's seven years old, you know, and he's got this giant playhouse, you know, they got swings and it's got this big tower. They can climb up. There's a rock wall, you know, all this stuff. They've got uh, this little sort of like tea place. I mean, it's just seeing this little kid like jump in there. It, it gives you a feeling you can't buy. Like you can't get it from drugs. You can't get it from somebody else. They don't sell it in the stores. Um, you, you just, you can't, you can't experience that in other places. You know, I mean, and it is, and it's lasting. It's not something that goes away right away. You know, being useful and, and being, um, you know, being somebody to the world bigger than yourself is, is there, there is a, there is a lot to be said for that. So, um, you know, and, and that's why, I mean, it, and, and it, it always turns into something else too. For me, it does. I mean, it's just uh, anytime I get myself into those situations, it it's sort of the beginning of something. You know what I mean? So it's um, 
it, it leads me into different things. They may be ridiculous and they may, but I'm, I, I never sit around after that happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a huge motivator. I mean, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where you can, uh, brighten your day almost instantly, um, by helping other folks out. And it's a, and I don't, I'm not a big fan of altruism. I, I don't really believe, it. I think there are, I think it's fine helping other people out because it feels good. Like I, I'm, I'm fine with that mm-hmm. being the payment. Um, and, and I don't, I well, don't there's think there's a lot that, of byproduct think, there. What's that? There's a lot of byproduct in that. You know? Right. Right. Like, like everybody, usually everybody wins. And I, I don't, um, I don't, I don't ever ask questions like, like I'm, I just, I don't need to know their motivation. I don't need to know their political beliefs. I just, if somebody is in need or if somebody needs some hands or help, or we've employed people that have been in situations that are, that are, um, uh, in a tough situation. Um, because, because I'm, I'm also a fan of, of, of letting people do what they want to do and, and earn a living doing it. So it's a, it's a. It's sometimes there are just ways that you can drastically improve somebody else, and it sure doesn't doesn't hurt when you do it. Mm-hmm. So, big big fan of that. Yeah, so am I, and I always involve my family when I do it. I always I my I, I took my kid. We were out in the rain Saturday. It was you know rain the entire time we were out there, and I told him when we pulled up, I said, "Hey, just so you're just don't want you to keep this in mind. This is gonna suck today." The whole day, it's going to suck. This is going to rain the entire time we're doing this. Um, right. Just remember why we're here. Whatever sins you may have, yeah, you're you're washing them away today. Yeah. No, that's, uh, <laughs> that's I just uh, that's I told my daughters. I was like, I, I don't want to hear you complaining. I I don't want to hear any bitching. I don't want to hear you pissing and moaning. I want you know, it's going to suck. You need to accept that. And just remember why we're here. And they didn't say a word the whole time. And when that kid came running around the corner and and he was you know, and they jumped all over that play. They were like, I looked over at him. I said, You see what I mean? And they were like, Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm soaked to the bone. I got dirt all over me, but this is why we're here. So, yeah, it's just this is good stuff, man. It's um, it, yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't it it doesn't ever hurt, and it sometimes helps, and sometimes it helps you as much as it helps the other person. Oh, well, li- listen, a, life's about the good stuff, you know. I mean, good, good as sometimes you would say. sometimes the good stuff is uh, you know me and two of my my good buddies we get to uh, get together and bullshit, and a whole bunch of people listen to that. And, you know, that's the good stuff. And sometimes people respond to that and send messages to us and say, hey, you, uh, you know, you, you, you gave me some advice that, I mean, I had a guy send me a message from friggin' Norway. He told me he's lost 50 something, you know, 30 something pounds, 40 something pounds, you know, just because we were talking about fasting one day. I'm like, holy shit, really? Like, that's the good stuff. You know, I get to sit here and talk yeah. with you guys and we have a bunch of fun and tell dick jokes and. Izzy sits there and scowls at me every time I say something inappropriate. <laughs> it's true. It's true. There's so, a scowl. And, uh, you know, we just, it's, it's, that's, that's the good stuff. You got to fill your life with as much of that as you can, because. By the way, I want to, uh, give a shout out to Chris Cute, uh, for asking the big questions today oh, about the, the steak, the favorite, the, yeah, about the, your favorite cut of meat. And he concluded, I don't know if rightly or wrongly, that ribeye was the the preferred cut for, for most people. And I, th- I think that's true. I think it's sad, but I think it's true. 
I, I got to say, I'm on that. I'm on that bandwagon. I, I know you are. I know you are. Izzy, but, if but, you had to pick a steak uh, that you were going to buy from the store today, what would you get? Tri tip. Ah, uh, tri tip. See, that's just a fantastic. It's very hard to. It's very hard for most people to cook. Is it? It is excellent. Yeah, it is. Typically, people overcook the shit out of it. Hmm. If you're yeah. overcooking your steak, I mean, that's a that makes you a terrible person. But tri tip. Yeah, tri tip. Tri tip is is more of a. I think I'm more of a Pacific Coast thing than it is an East Coast thing. It's not. It's not hugely popular on the side of the world. Yeah. Well, I, well, grew, up, thing- I grew up very, very backwoods. We ate everything, but my favorite, my favorite cut of meat off of a, off of beef is tri tip. Great flavor. Mm-hmm. Great flavor. Yeah, that's that's one of my uh, that's one of my uh, uh, I guess it, where you have the great tenderness and the fat qualities in ribeye. You just, you lack any, like it's a muscle that just doesn't get used. So there's just no flavor in it. Like, like, have you had prime rib? You've had prime rib, right? Hey, prime like rib every have, Thursday. Yeah. I've sent you pictures. Just the eye of ribeye. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you just, it yeah. tastes like a wet sock. I've eaten more stuff that comes off a cow than most two, two other people next to me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, we get the, the uh, there's, a, there's a taco place we go to. They do the tongue, the lengua. Oh, I love tongue. Tongue is amazing. Oh, that uh, that is, when somebody told me about that at first, they were like, you got to try the lengua. I was like, okay, what is it? And sometimes it comes in, it's actually got the, uh, you, you can see the, the taste buds on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. I'm like, that's a little weird. I don't want my food tasting me back. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I particularly like tripe, which is a uh, stomach lining mm-hmm. and, uh-huh. uh, they have to wash it and rinse it and wash it and rinse it. And then sometimes they bleach it. My grandfather. You've had haggis before, haven't you? My grandfather always had a big chunk of that in the fridge and it wrapped up in plastic. He just pull it out, sprinkle some salt on it and eat it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, 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 uh, back when men were men, it was still green though. Right. <laughs> Like, like usually, depending on how how people treat it, it's it's one of those. Uh, I mean, they eat grass all day long. Yeah, no, so it, it wasn't green. It was flushed out. It was red, red and white. Yeah, a lot, yeah. lot of white, a lot, lot of like what would look like frozen fat is basically what it looked like. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of the food controversies. Uh, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world just restarted his show after 15 years. Alton Brown just restarted Good Eats, which I. Probably more than anything else, uh, helped me understand food science and cooking. You want to see? Uh, you want to see a really good food review show? It's on YouTube. It's called the Best Ever Food Review Show. That's the name of it. And this guy is <laughs> legit. He wins automatically. He he's he's legit. So he's right now. He did. Um, he just did like a year over and like a year and a half over in Asia and. Um, uh, uh, Vietnam, Vietnam, and then he's now he's like touring the South right now. I just there's there's just something about I think it's I I don't know if it's because I've been on this diet that I've been watching more food related things. There's a number of of YouTube channels I watch the Bon Appetit channel on mm-hmm. YouTube because they're fantastic. It's like watching The Office, uh, but with a like a food publication, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, binging with Babish. Uh, which is always good, and uh, there's a, there's a bunch of things. But I love culinary stuff. I just I've always loved eating. I've always loved making food. Today I made keto tacos with uh, bacon in them. So I, I made uh, chaffles today for the first. Did time. you make a, ch- a chaffle? I made a chaffle. A, I told uh, you about a cheese waffle. Yeah, they were yeah. they were they were better than I hoped. I, right? Yeah. I got a 
bacon double steak burger and some cheese curds on my way home from yeah that's awesome see i just see that's one of the reasons i like the ribeyes doing the keto diet is um you know the you got to get a lot of your 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 calories got to come from fat and ribeyes fat i mean basically so that's true yeah Yeah. but uh again i just wish it had a little flavor well i mean you can add flavor that's what you know salt and you can stuff is for a little garlic we got to start wrapping it up. Boy. Yeah, I was just uh, looking yep. at the time. We hit the, the uh, my 45-minute timer was just going off. It says yeah. uh, Izzy's Uber. Izzy's <laughs> Uber. I, I got to have so, time to swing through Taco Bell before I pick up Gary's. Uh, that's oh, right. You're going to have the oh, shits when you get to the Izzy airport. Hungry. Yep. There you go. Well, listen, hey, uh, guys, uh, got to wrap this one up. Izzy's Uber is getting ready to take off. He's going to go pick up Gary from the airport. So, um, But listen, uh, it, hit us up on the things, uh, at Maybe Podcast on all the social stuffs, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, maybe I've said too much.com. Uh, keep an eye out September 1st on MakerBits, B-I-T-Z, uh, .com. Um, and, uh, you know, for, for Mr. Rulu, all his good stuff, but, uh, that's it. Izzy, do me a favor. Give yeah. Gary a big giant hug and kiss for me. I'll give so, a big hug for you. Nobody wants Izzy? to kiss you right now. I'm the Izzy, I don't ask you for a lot of favors. Me. And I think I've earned a few at this point. I, th- I think you should so, go full, uh, a Nordic there, Izzy. I think you should, uh, braided maybe. Yeah. Towards the problem the end. with me doing this is that... You know, right now you can see a little bit of dark in here, but once it gets down to here, it is literally all white. I mean, it's like yeah, yeah. White. Chicks dig that though. Hair, like hair club for men. Dark, dark chicks dig hair, it. Little white. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, um, get uh, do me a favor. Get uh, a nachos bill grande for Gary. I want to see how he handles hysterical diarrhea. I think I'll just pick up Gary right. and then stop at Taco Bell. He can pick out whatever he wants to. That's true. I wanted. I, I I'm sad that we're leaving this on this stuff because I wanted to get into the chicken sandwich wars. We're at that. We're going to cover that because we're the, going to cover. The I saw a couple course. of memes that are absolutely hilarious. I need to share with everybody. So you put chicken really in awesome. a sandwich. Yeah, oh, yeah. you, you oh, wouldn't yeah. know. It's a pop culture thing. So, but anyway, all right, guys, we're going to uh, we'll, we will talk to you guys on the next episode. And, uh, you know, until then, See you, you guys later, have a great everybody. night, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye.